Welcome to the Do Good to Lead Well podcast. If you're passionate about mastering self-leadership, then you're in the right place. I have always been curious about and fascinated by the pursuit of leadership excellence. This is why I pursued my PhD in psychology with a specialization in business, and I've continued to dedicate my career to understanding the science and practice of positive leadership. My name is Craig Dowden, I'm a best-selling author, award-winning keynote speaker, executive coach, and member of the Forbes Coaches Council. Each week, I'll bring you world-class content on the science and practice of positive leadership. Through my conversations with best-selling authors, TED speakers, and top CEOs, you'll be able to leverage their insights and experience so you can maximize your potential and be the leader the world needs you to be. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Do Good to Lead Well podcast series. I'm your host, Craig Dowden, and each month I record a solo episode that summarizes the latest and greatest research, conversations, and fun happenings that I've come across in my world over the last several weeks. And I'm really excited to share this episode with you because it focuses in on a fascinating question that often comes up in my conversations. And that is, what is the role of vulnerability in strong leadership? And not surprisingly, when you talk to many leaders, most leaders about this interesting question, there is a profound reluctance to show any vulnerability. Why? Well, essentially, vulnerability is perceived as weakness. If I demonstrate vulnerability, the thought process goes, well, people are going to lose confidence in my ability as a leader. They're going to question whether or not I have what it takes to lead us today and into the future. Essentially, vulnerability is leadership kryptonite. Now, as regular listeners know, I'm a passionate advocate for the science and practice of positive leadership. I love looking at what does the research tell us about any particular question, because oftentimes the assumptions that we hold are completely disconnected from the available scientific evidence. And serendipitously, earlier today, when I was going through my archived articles, I came across a fascinating series of studies that were published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. Essentially, Anna Bruck and her colleagues wanted to provide an evidence-informed answer to this question. And their work was inspired by the best-selling book of Brene Brown, Daring Greatly, How the Courage to be Vulnerable Transforms the Way We Live, Love, Parent, and Lead. And there's a fabulous quote in this book, which says, vulnerability is courage in you and in adequacy in me. And that's a mic drop quote for sure, because essentially what it means is that when I see vulnerability in others, I admire it. I respect it. I think it's a wonderful and powerful, strong form of expression. When I do it, though, not a chance. It's the complete opposite. And so what I love is, is that Anna Brook and her colleagues 
called this the beautiful mess effect. And they created a series of seven studies, separate studies, to investigate. And Brene Brown's work was based on a series of qualitative interviews that she had done with lots of people to obtain their insights on this. And so what Brucht and her team wanted to do was extend those findings, build on those findings through a series of independent studies. And essentially what they did, quite ingenious, is to come up with a series of different scenarios where there had to be some form of vulnerability expressed. Maybe it was apologizing, admitting a mistake, sharing romantic feelings with someone. All of these cases showcased vulnerability. Now, what's cool about the study is, is that in some cases, I was the person that was going to be demonstrating this vulnerability. And in other cases, I was looking at it through the lens of someone observing the vulnerability. Someone else was doing it, not me. And then what the team did was to get the participants to rate whether or not these behaviors exhibited courage or weakness by the individual person. Now, what's fascinating, again, about across all of these studies, it didn't matter the context. Time and time again, participants perceived their own vulnerability much more negatively and much less positively than when the same behavior was exhibited by someone else. So as an example, if I'm apologizing to someone, I see it as weakness. When someone else is apologizing to me or to someone else, I see it as strength. I see it as courage. So what's intriguing is, is contrary to our worst fears, by embracing vulnerability, we get rewarded more often. It's fascinating. What this series of studies shows us is that there's an incredible disconnect between our expectations and an incredible disconnect in terms of how we exhibit it. And so what's really intriguing about this as well, so why is that? How come that we have a totally different framework for assessing behavior in other people than when it comes from ourselves? Well, in psychology, there's a fascinating theory called construal theory, which basically says, depending on how close something is to us, then we can have an entirely different perspective. So as an example, in this case, when I am the person who's exhibiting vulnerability, I get really specific. So I break it down. And so my flaws, if you will, what I'm most afraid of, what the vulnerability represents to me is top of mind, front and center. And so I really zero in on that because it feels so powerful, so real. Now, when we're further detached from it, when we're an observer to that, we don't have that same feeling. We see it in a much more macro sense. And we separate the forest from the trees, if you will. And now what it does is we view things in a much more positive light. So when I'm doing it, well, now my, my attention is narrowed and I'm really focused on, ah, this must mean that I'm inadequate. When someone else is doing it, I don't have the same emotional intense reaction to it. And now when I look at it, I go, wow, it takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of courage. I admire 
how they're able to do that. And so fundamentally, what their research and the work of Brene Brown strongly suggests is that vulnerability is courage, not weakness. Vulnerability contributes to us being seen as stronger, not weaker leaders. So what are some things that we can do? Well, based on this research, there are several things, some concrete tips and tools that we can use. Number one, get comfortable saying, I don't know. We are now living in a world where the pace is just anything beyond we could have ever imagined. And there's no way we're going to know absolutely everything. Things are too complex. They're too ambiguous. New findings are coming out every single day. And so getting more comfortable saying, I don't know. And again, clients that I have, top CEOs and thought leaders that I interview will say there's tremendous freedom in saying, I don't know, because that demonstrates vulnerability. And it also gives people an opportunity to support us, to help us figure it out. Also admit mistakes. Be open when we make a mistake. And in fact, as this evidence suggests, people will perceive us as stronger leaders. They'll be more interested in following our lead. And in fact, in my coaching practice, when executives that I work with apologize, their team members now not only admire them for that openness and respect their courage to accept responsibility, well, what's also awesome about that is that it inspires them to be more open about their own challenges, shortcomings, because now this is an acceptable form of dialogue. And as Marshall Goldsmith shared with me before, and I love this, he said, you know, leaders are constantly looking for other people to take accountability for their actions. Well, how is the leader leading with that? Are they actually being the gold standard. So how can we possibly expect other people to demonstrate accountability if we don't ourselves? And one final way that we can demonstrate vulnerability is ask for feedback and advice. Go to our colleagues, our friends, our family members, constantly leading with curiosity, asking questions about how we're doing and being as specific as we possibly can. All of these different actions can really prepare us, can really ensure that we are demonstrating vulnerability and other people, based on this evidence, are going to see us as stronger individuals and stronger leaders. And they'll be more inspired to follow us now and into the future. And at a time when we need positive leaders, strong leaders, effective leaders more than ever before, taking the time to embrace vulnerability, being a beautiful mess is the secret to our success. Thank you for listening and can't wait to record and share another episode with you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining me here today on Do Good to Lead Well. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. If you'd like to continue the conversation, you can follow me on Twitter at Craig Dowden or reach out via LinkedIn or email info at craigdowden.com. I look forward to meeting you here next week for another transformational episode.